everybody talked about right tackle mm -hmm. after the season. I mean, are you set with Chad there? Is George going to push him? Is there going to be a signing? Or Yeah, I don't really know um, uh, what's going to transpire from here on out. I know the people that we have signed right now and under contract. So right now, uh, my plan is George will line up at uh, second right tackle when he comes back and go from there. You know, the one thing that we've talked about, we talk about in our room all the time, is the best players are going to play. And who are the best players? Well, they're, they're the players that play the best. And I've had the experience of having veteran players play. I've been a couple different places. I go back to San Diego where Marcus McNeil started for me, was all pro his rookie year. Uh, Jonathan Harrison started for me as a rookie at center at Indianapolis. Uh, Luis Vasquez started for me as a rookie at right guard at uh, San Diego. And so I'm not saying that, what I'm saying is that just because you're a veteran player, a rookie, a second-year player, doesn't matter. If you're the best player at that position at any time, you, we owe it to the organization and the team for you to be in that lineup. So we all compete. They know. They know. They're not, they understand that they're competing every single day. So Chad right now, he is starting off with the first right tackle, but it's, and it's up to him to hold the position, and it's up to everybody else to beat him out. And like what I tell those guys, like I tell anybody, it's my job to make you the best player that you can possibly be, and then it's my job to get him to beat you out and then if you coach the guys uh, technically and you coach them schematically and put them in a good situation the, the ultimate thing what you want them to do is you want them to be able to go out there themselves and determine whether they're the starter or not so I don't have to make the decision we all sit there and watch the same tape right whoever's the best player should play but you can only that can only be in terms of the people that show up in that room every day how much better do you feel about your group going into this year after the way Nate finished the year last year, what Will did, and bringing in a guy like Zeigler? Well, I, th I feel I feel good. I mean, I think we're I, I think we're ahead of last year just because we um, we're year into the system. They the the, the fundamentals. Or they understand the fundamentals more. They understand the system more. Um, Nate and well, you know, it's who it's not just five guys. It's who you're playing next to. So Nate and Will are starting to get are much more in sync than they were at the beginning of the year. Will is adjusted to the speed of the game. You come in, I don't care where you play. That speed of the game's fast now. Um, so they've adjusted to that. We're back with our, we back. We have two quality centers competing. You know, Pio's back in the lineup, and he and Spencer will compete at that one. And then you gotta love uh, Kev. I mean, Zeitler. He's a tough, hard-nosed guy. It reminds me of the uh, of Chris Dillman that I had at uh, uh, San Diego. Tough, hard-nosed guy. I mean, it's he's he's all about it and plus I've seen him play I mean I was in I've watched him play when he's at Cincinnati all those years he can go football player plus he brings a real toughness and sense of urgency I mean this guy's all business just be careful if you shake his hand <laughs> how what did you guys see in George from Kentucky to draft um, him well I think the first thing was the um, my son works at University of Kentucky he works in a football office down there and so we found out from the inside out he talked about that the guy was what a quality guy was that he was probably one, he was probably the most respected guy on the offensive side of the ball and talked about how he competed with Josh Allen on a day-to-day -day basis, um, talked about his character, his work ethic, his toughness, all those things. That kind of piques your interest. Then you watch him on tape and uh, see that he has, he has a lot of athleticism and power and plays real tough and aggressive, plays in the best football conference in the country. Um, we have some technical work to do with him. The thing that I was really pleased with him, he was a rookie. He's a guy you, tell one, you have to tell him once. Like you tell him how to do something technically once and he does it right the next time. Um, 
he picked up the offense much quicker than I thought he was going to. Our, I mean, we compare our volume to what they were doing. It's a lot bigger volume, but he picked up a lot of things that we were doing. And so it kind of, you just saw the competitive nature. He just, we need to continue to work with him technically to get him up to speed. And, um, but you gotta like everything about him. I mean, he's really, and you know, when you read it, I mean, I, that's when the first thing that I found, I didn't find out later in that article, but the first thing you found out about it was that he had committed to Kentucky early and then, you know, he is a man of his word. So when all those other schools came in, like Alabama, that's legit. Those people tried to come in and recruit him. And he said, hey, I gave these guys my word. I'm not going to anybody else. So, I mean, he's, he's, got, some, he's, he's got some developmental potential. And he's, he's, a, he's a really fun kid to coach.